When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jamokes and welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. It's Josh, it's Scott. We're glad you're with us on this Thursday in St. Louis. Thursday. How you doing, Scotty? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Very good. Ready to kick this day. It's beautiful out, man. Dude, I really just don't even want to be here. I mean, I like <laughs> being with you folks. I do. I love you very much, but... Like, I didn't get a chance to take my dog for an extended walk today because I had to be up here to do the sports show at 10. How'd that go? Oh, I just killed it. Um, <laughs> How magnificent. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I have a gift. <laughs> I have a gift. So I didn't get to take my dog over to Forest Park or, or Tower Grove Park, or sometimes we go over to that uh, park in uh, Clayton. Uh, all that, we just didn't get a chance to go today, so I feel terrible about that. My dog probably hates me. It's the best day we've had probably in five months, and uh, here we are playing rock and roll. Hey, I'm glad to be here. There are other alternatives to being here, like unemployed. Yeah, like not being here. And I have been on that side of that fence. Not a good fence. <laughs> not a good side of said fence. I say we go golfing. Uh, right now. I'm just going to hit auto. And just go golf and see if anybody notices that we're gone. I did come up with something, though, we could do next year on Groundhog Day. We could just record what we're talking about. Because we're, like, talking about getting out of here. I do. So we're talking about getting out of here, right? Groundhog Day, we just record one segment, we get the hell out of here, just replay it every segment. It's the same segment. You've solved it. I'm telling you. Groundhog Day, um, we got a day off next year, just so you know. Scotty, you have truly just solved all the world's issues. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So the good news is here in 360 days, we got a bit. <laughs> we got a bit. I'm writing it on the calendar. And everything is great. And we're off that day. Also, if you want to get in, 314-514-5809-5809. That is how you text the show, 314-514-5809. I posted that picture yesterday of me with Stephanie and my, my new box yeah. for Yahtzee. A lot of people commented that I look thinner. Oh, yeah? Not trying to brag. I feel a little confident, are you? Including my friend Gay Mike. He commented. He said, yeah, I say that because he's, you know, he's homosexual and his name is Mike. Gay Mike. <laughs> and because he attempts to touch my peen sometimes when we're just out casually, socially, I say, no, bad. And he says, okay, take it back. <laughs> Love on the spectrum. <laughs> but he uh, but he was uh, he was floored by how thin I look. That's that premier you. That's that Manjaro. Yeah. Feeling good, man. I ordered a new pair of pants yesterday. Used jeans from eBay <laughs> so I could try them I on. Still don't you can go just try them on somewhere. That requires a lot of effort. <laughs> Buying used jeans to try on on eBay allows me to never leave the house and to do it on my phone. That is absolutely terrible. Well, that's the way I operate. But if you want to reach out for just as low as 399 bucks a month, hey, call Premier U. 618-750-LIFE. 
uh, or Premier, the letter U, med.com. It's that simple. The Manjaro and uh, uh, all the testosterone. You can be just like me and Scotty. Yeah, baby. So go ahead and look good. Look sexy. I look sexy. I feel sexy today. Looking good, Josh. Thank you very much, Scotty. Feeling good, Billy Ray. You look good, too, bro. I thank you, bro. I'd hit. All right. <laughs> R-E-O on K-S-A-G. Let's get rolling. She 95 Josh in a show. Josh and Scotty got a text here. It says on that uh, premiere, you on that Manjaro, have you gained that extra inch you were looking for yet? And the answer is, uh, I can't tell yet. You might be able to see an extra inch. I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. Uh, but again, if you want to just take that chance and try to lose 30 pounds and gain an inch, again, call Premier U, 618-750-LIFE, Manjaro, Ozempic, generic equivalents. Ah, uh, you can get those for as low as $399 a month. There you go. Our friends over at Premier U. Premier, the letter U, med.com. All right. Uh, it is Thursday. It uh, is. So it is our fourth next-gen spin today. You got to know all of them tomorrow to win those Celebration Day tickets. Uh, today... We're going to have two options for you, but from the same artist and the same album, because this album was released 24 years ago today. All right. That album is The Better Life. Oh, nice. By Three Doors Down. Great album. I think, was this their debut album? I, I think, think it was. was. Uh, but it's got songs like Kryptonite, yeah, Loser, it was their debut. Duck and Run, Be Like That, which is a good song. That was in uh, American Pie 2. Uh, here's, here's a good one, too. I forgot about that one. That's on that record. Yeah, mm. it's, it's a it's a good one, man. Sold a bunch of albums, and this was 24 years ago. Do you want to pick a song, and I'll pick a song from this album, I guess? I mean, you said Loser's a pretty good one, yeah, right? There's, there's a bunch. I, anything but Kryptonite for me, because it was Any, just overplayed. Anything but Kryptonite. Yeah. Scott says, I'm not here for the song everybody knows and loves. Give me a deep cut. Yes. All right, so. Loser. Then I'll, I'll, okay, Loser is your option. Then I will go with Be Like That. So loser and be like that. Those are your two options for the next gen spin. Both good choices. Three doors down, 24 years ago today. The Better Life. The album was released. <laughs> so I got a little story about that album. And well, hold, hold on to it. Okay. Then hold on to that. We'll do that in the okay, next yeah, we'll spin here. Okay. All right, we'll do that. Hold on to it. Uh, so we'll do that. Get your votes in now via text. 314-514-5809. 314-514-5809. Be like that or loser. Or you can make Scott's head explode and just write in kryptonite and Don't watch him crumble. You dare you give them the idea. That's an option as well. Get those uh, in right now. Next Gen Spin coming up here in about 15 minutes on Casey. The Josh and his show on Casey Night. It was 24 years ago today that the album The Better Life from Three Doors Down was released. Had a bunch of songs, you know, of course, Kryptonite being the biggest of them. Be Like That, Loser, among others. It's also that song, uh, Be Like That, featured on the soundtrack for American Pie 2. Both of those soundtracks, American Pie 1 and 2, were incredible soundtracks. Yeah, great. And really just captured the music of that era, like the mixture of this post-grunge era rock, but also the kind of alty pop-punk stuff, lit and some 41 and bands like that. But anyway... 
Did you ever do anything with Three Doors Down? Uh, yeah, we played with them. The drummer that is with Three Doors Down now was the drummer from Puddle of Mud with, which we toured with extensively. But the story behind Three Doors Down and our original band, Mesh, mm-hmm. we actually flew to New York for a, um, a showcase mm-hmm. with Universal Records. So when you say showcase, that's where you go in and there's a bunch of uh, Huey Lewis and Back to the Future types that sit there and watch you play. Yeah, and and I'm really, afraid you're just too darn loud it, types. It was just the, the president of Universal, it's a Universal Republic, who was the uh, the label so for when you do that, are you in, is there like a crowd and stuff too, or is it literally just this dude? It was at CBGB's. Okay. And it was, there was maybe five, six people there. And then he was there just to kind of watch us play. Like it was, it wasn't like no one knew who we were. We just kind of showed up. But it was a situation where you were playing in front of people who were an audience. Yes. It just wasn't a very big audience. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. CBGB's in New York. Yep. So we play, have a terrible show. I mean, guitars are out of tune. Things are just going bad, not going good, right? Mm -hmm. So we play, we meet with uh, Avery, and then the next day we go to his office and we meet with him and he's like, well, look, I'm looking at a couple bands right now and you guys are on the list here, you know, with everything you got going on. And the other band that we were up against was Three Doors Down. Three Doors Down got the deal and we did not. So well, It's kind of like if you he, lose. He made a good choice. <laughs> it's like if you lose to the team that goes on to win the Super Bowl, yeah, you don't feel okay. as bad. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they were really good. I really enjoyed them when they came out. I'm like, man, these guys are great. Now I get it. You and know? if you would have lost to like Harvey Danger, who had like one hit, you'd be like, well, this sucks. Yeah, like what were they thinking? But you lost to Three Doors Down, who we had a were, giant career. And we weren't really quite ready then. That was like our first attempt, like our first taste of like the record labels, A&R people and being judged that hard. Did you hang out with these guys in Three Doors Down or anything? Um, I had, with, with some festival stuff, we'd hung out with them because Greg ended up, you know, joining them after Puddle of Mud. And then in like 2007, I think we did a festival with them and caught up with Greg and all that. So well, you've got stories. Chris Henderson, the guitar player, we I've actually worked in his studio with a few bands we managed too. So look at you. You're tied to all these bands. Yeah, Next Gen cool. Spin is just your world. <laughs> oh, it totally is. <laughs> it totally is. That was my wheelhouse. Well, just know that if you want to win those celebration day tickets tomorrow, you have to know all five Next Gen spins from this week. Spin number four is going to be the aforementioned be like that. It did win, huh? It did win. How about that? And if it didn't, I made sure it did. <laughs> be like that. The so better life. Count it. <laughs> 24 years. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, look, I'm a Democrat. <laughs> no, that's a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a liberal. I'm sorry. Uh, here you go. Next gen spin. It's Casey. Three doors down. Be like that. Today's next gen spin. You got to know that one and the three from earlier this week and the one tomorrow. If you do that around this time tomorrow, you could win Celebration Day tickets. So it pays to listen every day at 2.30. We'll do that every week. It's not just a one-off thing. Next Gen Spin. Oh, some good tune. Good tune. I know, man. I'm looking at the soundtrack from the two American Pies, the first two American Pies where the soundtracks are really good. And you just, the music is just truly a time capsule, you know, like a good soundtrack is. Now, you don't get soundtracks really anymore, so. But, like, if you went back to the 80s and you saw the soundtrack from uh, one that we like to play a lot is uh, Fast Times. Like, everything on there, you're like, yep, yep, this is a good synopsis. I mean, there's Billy Squire, there's Sammy Hagar, because that was in 82. So, Billy Squire's at his apex. Sammy, before he joins Van Halen, cars are on there, you know, like, a good soundtrack kind of really shows you what the moment in music was like that era absolutely absolutely i'm looking the uh tonic was one of my favorite bands yeah probably one of my top 10 albums is lemon parade yeah and they had a single on it might have been two maybe it was one but the you wanted more by tonic yeah oh my 
Gosh, what a good tune. I'm looking at American Pie 2 now. Just some of the songs in there and the bands that were in here. You got American Hi-Fi, yep. Flavor of the Week, you know, and that's more of like in that pop punk. Yep. You know, but like 010203 was really 99 on. You got that real influx of those those kind of bands when you yeah. talk about some 41s and you talk about uh, All American Rejects and you talk about Good Charlotte and those kind of pop punky bands but you also had what was considered new metal then you'd have a little post grunge I think you would throw you throw three doors down in that post grunge categories yeah. I think how they're labeled a lot of bands like them and Creed and Nickelback yeah, we and were bands like that post grunge I mean that was yeah. kind of what it was uh, you got Weezer is on that soundtrack oh, Ash wow. Pipe you know uh, but then you throw in pop songs like Michelle Branch is on that soundtrack <laughs> everywhere. You know? Oh, my gosh. That's right. And really, uh, here's one that's also on that soundtrack that's great is Alien Ant Farm's version of Smooth Criminal, which yeah. is better than the actual version of Smooth Criminal. There are two covers that were released right around that same era of very big time songs that are better, in my opinion, than the original. One is Alien Ant Farm's version of Smooth Criminal. The other is the Atari's version of The Boys of Summer. Oh, that's a good I one think too. Atari's, I think it's better than the Don Henley version. Not that Don Henley's version sucks. I just really like the Atari's version. It probably fits more with the music that you really liked. Trouble. That time era. That, sure. that, you know, that sound quality. It, it had that kind of pop punky, yeah. you know, it was good. Uh, Blink-182 is all over this soundtrack. The Lemonheads version of Mrs. Robinson, uh, another cover yeah. in there, too. This is two? This yeah. is American by two? Yeah. I uh, got multiple American Hi-Fi songs, multiple Alien Ant Farm songs, Three Doors Down, some 41 Fat Lip was in in uh, American Pie too. So when I was uh, working with the band Cavo and they got their deal, the biggest soundtrack I've ever been involved with the band was uh, Transformers. They were on really? the original Transformers soundtrack. Yeah, Cavo was. Yeah. It was pretty cool to you know see, see the movie and then the song comes on at the end. You're just like, oh man! See, this is what the kids today are never going to fully understand is how big soundtrack albums were. Oh, like, I they know, were, right? Like now, you'll hear a song that was in a movie. Like Adele will have a song in a movie, or uh, or uh, Gaga will have a song in a movie. But the soundtrack doesn't matter. The album, the soundtrack album does not matter. And I'm not talking about compilations. Like Forrest Gump had no new music. It was just a great two-disc set of classic rock songs, basically. But I'm talking about an album that's breaking new music, that's of the time, current songs. And, you know, you got that with Top Gun. The 80s were the apex of yeah. that. Oh, because, yeah. like, Top Gun would put out a soundtrack that would have three hits, and Footloose would have five hits. Over the top. Over the top had two, uh, at least two notable hits, right? It had Sammy, and it had uh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, halfway. Yeah. Uh, Caddyshack. Like, oh, you, yeah. Obviously, I'm just naming Kenny Loggins soundtracks at this point, but that's how it was. Breakfast the Club. Breakfast Club <laughs> had a couple. Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Uh, John had, Hughes was big on that stuff. Oh, because he got the moment. The right. moment he knew how to take the music that fit that was part of that moment in time. When you watch any of these movies, they all have songs. All John Hughes movies have songs, but uh, from that era. But Pretty in Pink had uh, what's that OMD song? Uh, if you leave, that was in there. If uh, you uh, leave. Yep. Yeah, orchestral maneuvers in the dark. <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, How do you remember that? As it is. It just blows my mind. And then the other one was the song, was it the Psychedelic Furs that did the Pretty in Pink song? The, yep. Isn't she pretty in pink? 
Man, soundtracks used to kick ass, man. I love the pump up the volume soundtrack. There's Dude, some the good pump up stuff. the volume soundtrack. None of those were like radio hits because they were all pretty kind of dirty, yeah, grungy. Everybody knows. Like, like uh, Henry Rollins was on there and the Concrete Blonde was on there. Like, that's Who a was, great. Uh, everybody knows, was it Cohen? Leonard Cohen. Hey, Leonard Cohen. There were, but the thing is, they had the Leonard Cohen version and then the Concrete Blonde did a cover yeah, of it that yeah. was also in the movie. The Leonard Cohen's much better. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, we got some Stevie Nicks tickets to give away at 3 30. Stay there. The job too, but uh, Don't Be Cruel was one of the biggest albums of 1989. That was Bobby Brown's solo album that had like Roni and Don't Be Cruel and Every Little Step and uh, My Prerogative. Not that anybody listening would care. That's just something I enjoy. Dude, Casey and the Sunshine Band, that's probably a good time. You get hammered, you do a little keep it coming love, huh? <laughs> little, uh, little uh, shake your booty, all that kind of stuff. Of course, Night Ranger. Luke Graham still sounds pretty good, too. Former lead singer. I bet he corner. does. So there. I guess we're going to have to go. We're going together. You're in. Oh. Me and you. Just a date. We're going to take a five-day <laughs> date trip to Branson to see this party of 80s artists. A brocation, huh? We're taking a brocation to continue our bromance. And we'll see Pauly Shore. We'd probably party with Pauly Shore, if I had to guess. Me and you and Pauly and, uh, you know, the Starship. Me, you... <laughs> and Starship are going to get down in Branson in not August. Quiet ride. I guess Kevin DeBro won't be there. It's going to be fun. I can't wait for it. All right. Uh, speaking of, I don't even know where I was transitioning to there, but Fleetwood Mac is coming up after Scorpions, and that's going to be your opportunity to tap that app. You got to tap that app when you hear Sarah. That's coming up next. But right now you're hearing Scorpions on KC95. Get that app out, the KC95 app, and tap it. And you have a chance to win tickets to see Stevie Nicks. We'll have another pair coming up at 3.30. Sports next. Sarah now. All right. So uh, it is official, by the way, that the Blues are going to play in the Winter Classic in Chicago. We talked about that the other day. It's going to be at Wrigley Field, and that's an event that I must attend because that's going to be awesome. You ever been to Wrigley Field? I uh, have not. I've been by it, but it's, never been in it. It's a dump, but um, and it's uncomfortable to watch a game in. But, hey, it's 100 years old, so neat. Right. Um, that's about all it's got going for it, especially since they've taken the charm away from it by putting up all these big scoreboards in the outfield and all this. It used to be cool how there was the houses and everything, and now it's, I mean, look, I know you have to put in big scoreboards. You need modern amenities in your stadiums and what have you, but took away some of the charm. Also, other sports stuff. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And, and he's a man of your own heart, being that he is a major conspiracy theorist. I Like, I don't dislike him. Like, it's nothing that he says that annoys me. I just think he annoys me. I'm just kind of tired of seeing him. But uh, he talked about uh, what the pandemic did to him. He said, quote, I lost friends, allies in the media, millions of dollars in sponsorship because I talked about what worked for me and my own beliefs and my own health reasons why I didn't get vaccinated. So he said he lost friends and millions of dollars to stand by what he believes. Good for him. I also don't believe that he didn't gain something from some of this too. I'm sure there was something involved in it, but his brother, I think he and his brother don't get along. His brother's like a doofy announcer on ESPN, and he was on... Was Did he have a brother that was on The Bachelor? Is that uh, his brother? He was, a, he was a quarterback at Vanderbilt. That's probably why nobody would know who he is, Jordan <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> but, St. Um, Charles Community College. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And 
If you plan on betting this weekend, you're not alone. A quarter of the people will bet on the Super Bowl this year, and more people are betting on the Chiefs, says the headline. According to New American Gaming Association survey, 67.8 million Americans are expected to bet on the Super Bowl. 26% of U.S. adults are going to be betting on the Super Bowl. Who would you take? In the game, I think the Chiefs. I, I mean, look, I don't, I'm not going to bet on a side in this, uh, but I would take the Chiefs. I don't trust San Francisco. San Francisco said to pull off a couple real impressive comebacks to win, and it's one thing to do it against the Lions. It's another thing to to do it against uh, Pat Mahomes. I think the Chiefs are going to win, and they are plus money. So if you would, I think they're plus one twenty. So if you bet a hundred bucks, you win hundred twenty on them. They're the underdog. I'll probably just do one bet. I haven't bet in like a week. I'm on the I'm on the wagon. Uh, but my, I'm going to bet once. The rents do. <laughs> yes. For the Super Bowl, I'm, I might bet on one of these fan duel bets where you can take the two quarterbacks to combine for 500. That might be the end of the road for me, though. And then I'm taking months off from gambling to try to, you know, replenish my resources in life a little bit. Really? And then I'll throw it all away come around August, September when football comes back around. Speaking of, it is technically gambling if you're in a... Um, if you're in a college basketball pool, we need to find a, an NCAA tournament bracket. Do you think anybody here will do a bracket in the building? Yeah. You think Co so? Yeah, and uh, Coach does one, too. Well, I have to get in Coach's bracket, too. Remember we talked about it where, like, you can steal if they don't cover the spread. You can steal the team. So it's just random. It's, it's totally random. quite convoluted the way you guys described it. I just want to pick a winner and move on. But we'll see. Maybe Marty will do a bracket. I know he did the little football thing for the playoffs. I did not join that one. But maybe if he does a bracket or someone in the building does a bracket, I'll throw in 25 bucks. It'll make the games fun to watch. There you go. There you go. All right. And that's sports on Casey. Um, let's see. Coming up in about 15 minutes, your chance to win Stevie Nicks tickets. We're going to play one and done again. I've got these cards up here that have these questions. All you got to do is answer one trivia <laughs> I'm question. Not playing. Yes, you are. You're going to be the guinea pig again. <laughs> oh, come on. And it's fun to make fun of you. Yeah. All right. Right now, it's STP. Yeah, yeah. KC 95, Josh in a show. Here in a few minutes, we'll give you a chance to win Stevie Nicks tickets. Playing one and done. I just asked one question. I got all these cards from this game my dad gave me. I don't like it. I know you don't. I'm well I'm not a good trivia guy. What are you eating? Oh, popcorn. Oh. Not eating it, but moving the bag. <laughs> I'll eat during the break. Oh, good. <laughs> just making sure. Um, you want some? No, I'm good. All right. I'm good. I'll, I'll make do. <laughs> I'll, make <it> <laughs> I'll survive. Let's see here. Let me ask you a couple questions from this uh, and see. Look, I'm, I'm just going to give people an idea of what these questions are like. You're just giving them an idea how dumb I am. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> you're like, yep. Lay it Who on. composed the music for School of Rock, Cats, and the Phantom of the Opera? Who composed who composed the music for School of Rock, Cats, and Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah. Take a guess. Jack Black. <laughs> the correct answer was Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, that yeah. was a little bit more difficult. Okay, I'll give you that. He did it, Jesus Christ Superstar, too, didn't he? Uh, I'm sure he did, yeah. All right. So you could ask me that. Which band consisted of Annie Lennox and David A. Stewart? <laughs> the Eurythmics? Hey, look at you! You're on a much better track than you were yesterday. All right, let's see here. 
Who released Get Up Stand Up in 1973? No idea. <laughs> that would be Bob Marley. Oh, there you go. Good for him. Get Up Stand Up. Stand Up Fireline. All right. I mean, some of these are so easy, but I thought those were easy yesterday. <laughs> Which band did Lionel Richie join in 1968? Um, was it the... wasn't the Commodores, was it? Yeah, I'll go with Commodores. Yay! Yeah! Look at you, buddy. Look at you. I, think- <laughs> I bought the game last night. I studied all these cards. <laughs> <laughs> The plane crash that took the lives of Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper was dubbed what by Don McLean in his song American Pie? The day Pie. the music died. Look at you. It left uh, Iowa, I believe. Clear Lake, Iowa. Which Canadian singer was nicknamed the godfather of grunge? Canadian singer? Canadian singer was nicknamed the godfather of grunge. Oh, I should know this, but I... This is going to... The Canadian's throwing me off. It's a bit of a surprise. I've never heard this before. I wouldn't have known this. I don't know. The correct answer is Neil Young. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because Pearl Jam did a bunch of stuff with him. Like really? They re- yeah, they recorded an album with him, and they, they referred oh, to him yeah. as the Godfather. But I didn't know he was from Canada either. That's really dumb. I thought he was just Northeast guy oh, let's see. or Northwest guy. Which flamboyant singer's 2019 autobiography was simply called Me? <laughs> flamboyant singer. Flamboyant singer. I don't know. Take a Who's flamboyant? Someone that's flamboyant. Queen? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Scotty. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> no, it was uh, Elton John. Oh, yeah. That would make more sense. It would. Now, let me ask you one. These are all from Music Legends. That's that category. So this is just an idea for all you guys who are going to play this game in a few minutes. It may only be one person. And you're going to all get random questions. If someone misses a question, we're moving on to another question. God, here's the don't stop believing question from yesterday. My God, that was something. <laughs> that was terrible. That was truly I could sing horrific. the song and I couldn't. If you would have played like the first three notes of it, I would have got it. Yeah. So could a child who's not born yet. Well, that's fine. A I'm deaf just person saying, could I learned differently, Josh. Final one here. What song did Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney have a hit with in 1982? Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney. Yeah. Was it uh, Was it Ebony and Ivory? Hey! Look at you. I think of Joe Piscopo. <laughs> you know, from the center. You are blind as a bat <laughs> and I have sight. All right, so now you know how the game works. You can get the phone lines uh, going now. The phone lines are open, and we're going to play this game here in just a second after Super Tramp on Casey. We weren't going to get that. No offense, Angela, but I had a hunch. All right, we move on to the next question. I love you, though, Angela. Hope you don't pee your pants. Casey95, hello. Who's this? <laughs> Hi, this is Cindy. Hi, what's going on, Cindy? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. Would you like to win tickets to see Stevie Nicks? Yes. Well, then answer She's this. my girl. Well, hey, hey, does she know that? All right, here we go. No, she probably doesn't know that, but she should. She should. <laughs> well, I hope she's listening. All right, here we go. If you get this right... <laughs> You win Stevie Nicks tickets. One and done. Here we go. Okay. Which song? It's not a Stevie. It's not necessarily Stevie Nicks music. It's everything. Here we go. Which okay. song opens with the lyric "Turn around"? Every now and then, I get a little bit lonely. Bright eyes. No, that's not 
that is not the correct answer. The correct answer for that actually was a song called Total Eclipse of the Heart. All right, here we go. But I see where you were going there, but you got it wrong. This is Stevie Nicks tickets. I can't just uh, uh, pussyfoot around this. KG95, hello, who's this? This is Joe. Hi, Joe. All right, here we go. If you get this one right, you will go see Stevie Nicks, all right? Sounds good. Very simple. All right, here we go. Which 1987 song featured these lyrics? Through the storm, we reach the shore. You give it all, but I want more, and I'm waiting for you. Right. That. Do you know it? No, sir. Uh, that was With or Without You by uh, U2. All right, we're just going to motor through here. Here we go. Uh, all right, who's this? Okay. Uh, this is Angie. Hi, Angie. All right, if you get this right, wow. you win tickets to see Stevie Nicks. It's that simple, all right? Okay. All right, which Beach Boys song did Paul McCartney call the greatest song ever written? Um, help me, Rhonda. No, help me, Rhonda. My God, bless your heart. Help me, Rhonda. I mean, no, no, no. Angie doesn't know. I love you, though, but no, Scotty that was wrong. Doesn't know Angie does not know. Boy, this was a lot more difficult than I would have thought. All you have to do is get one question right. What kind of popcorn is that? Smart food, white cheddar. Oh, good. All right, let's see here. All right, uh, KG95, hello. Hey, hey, what's happening? What's going on? You want to win Stevie Nicks tickets? Yes, I do, and it's the minute. All right, here we go. What is the first thing that she is doing in the song Mr. Brightside by The Killers? Uh, you stopped me on that one. I, I don't know about that. Ah, Ennis the Menace, though. I'll start going with that. All right, KG95, <laughs> hello. Ennis the Menace, is that what he said? Yeah. Hi, is this the number for Stevie Nicks tickets? Yeah, what's your name? My name's Becca. Hi, Becca. All right, if you get this right, you will win tickets to see Stevie Nicks, all right? Okay. All right, here we go. This is a big moment for you. Which band released the album Rumors in 1977? Fleetwood Mac. Hey! Yeah! Congratulations! <laughs> You've got uh, Stevie Nicks tickets back up. Are you kidding me? No, for I'm real? dead serious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is, yeah, you got... Hey, this is a big moment for you. Uh, huge. <laughs> All right, well, hold on now. Let me put you on hold. I was really concerned she'd miss that one. <laughs> you would have. No, I knew that one. I I mean, that's, I, that's what I said. I thought it was easy. Like, they got easier at the end there because that one was pretty easy. Well, I was running out of time. You did good. I do what I can. So we'll get Becca's information. So Becca's got Stevie next <laughs> What is us. the square root of 14,000? <laughs> and then by the end of it, it's like, what is Stevie Nick's name? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Stevie Nicks was one of the singers in what band? <laughs> Wham. Don't act like you don't judge anybody, you. What are you I'm not judging anyone. Should I stay or should I go? KC95, Josh in a show. Today is Vince Neal's birthday. He is 63. Wham! Strangely enough, that is his waist size. No, that's, that's not nice. That's you get on Manjaro for a couple months, all of a sudden you're calling people fat. Cocky. Uh, but no, his, his is definitely somewhere in the 50s, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he is 63. 
the thing is, I really love Motley Crue, but I, he's so bad. But then, like, like let's say you put somebody else in there to sing for Motley Crue, because the rest of them are fine, right? I mean, apparently Nikki Six just plays to tracks anyway, so right. Um, they sound fine, but he's so bad. But like, I wouldn't feel like it'd be right to go see them with somebody else. Although I'd go see Vince Neil without the rest of Motley Crue. Figure that out. Would you? I would. I talk a lot of trash about Vince. I'll miss Mick Mars, man. But the, I mean, did you really notice anything from from Mick Mars though? Like he was a great guitar player. I mean, he is. Oh, totally. Yeah. I get that. I'm not trying to downplay that he was a good guitar player. I'm like, but will that keep you from going to see Motley Crue if they came back around? Which I'm sure they will. They'll never quit. I, I mean, would prefer 6 a.m. to be honest with you, which is Nikki Six's off-spin band. Yes, over Motley over, Crue. Over Motley Crue now. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm talking about if they replaced. Vince, and then Mick's gone, and then I wouldn't go see Vince, so. But I don't see a scenario where they replace Vince. Like, they'll just all die together until they all catch up with Vince and mediocrity. (laughs) It it is. It really is romantic. It's like a Romeo and Juliet of crappy hair metal. Love conquers all. Let me tell you something. I I said crappy hair metal. I did not mean it. I am a big fan of Motley Crue. They just don't sound great. when you Look, when you're hammered at a show, everybody sounds good. But... When even the, when you're so hammered that even Vince Neil doesn't sound good, I think the band kind of sucks at that point. Like you can't sing if I'm blitzed and still think you sound bad. That's like a rule. And Vince Neil sounds terrible. But it's his birthday. Why? Why should we <laughs> be smirch him? him. Yeah. Let's not be smirch him on this day of his birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you'd like to get in, um, 314-514-5809 on the text. Who is the worst singer you've heard in person? Like, you can tell me the year, whatever. They, it could be someone who was once great, but now they're terrible. The two I've heard in person that I think were just dreadful, Vince Neil and Bobby Kimball from Toto, who oh, I saw sing at my dad's birthday party. Well, that <laughs> he was you. terrible. That so, kind of had something to do with Those it. are the two worst I've heard in my my life when I've seen them in concert and gone, whoa, that is not good. I can't really think of one because I haven't seen Motley Crue here lately. But that would be it just based on video. Oh, uh, Bon Jovi. Oh, dude, I haven't seen him, but I've seen the videos of his concerts, and it's almost like he's sick in some way. It's yeah, weird. there's something going on. Apparently, Richie Sambora is back in the band now. But that's another example of like, that's not going to change the way Bon Jovi sounds. Like, Bon Jovi touring without Richie Sambora or with him doesn't do anything for me. Like, I'm not going to go, well, Richie's back. I'm sure that's going to help, you know, John find the fountain of youth vocally. Like, it's not. So whether they're together or not, it doesn't impact my enjoyment. One way I'm going to go see and find out. I would, too. But, um, because <laughs> I've never seen Bon they're Jovi. They're terrible. They suck. I'd go, too. They do. <laughs> Two things can be true, Scott. <laughs> I can, they can suck, and I could go see them. You know, I'm going to play a solo Vince Neil song for his birthday. Why not? Song yeah, called uh, You're Invited But Your Friend Can't Come, a song that was in a movie called Encino Man. Ah, I thought you were going to say Ford Fairlane or something, but that was Kickstart My Heart. No. You remember that movie, Ford oh, Fairlane? Oh, yeah, with, uh, with uh, Andrew Dice. Dice. Yep. Yeah. I'll play this. It's Vince Neil's birthday. Let's let's take you in a shocking direction here and play one. I couldn't tell you the last time you're invited, but your friend can't come play it on Casey. I will do that because it's Vince's birthday. Fair enough. It's a pretty good jam. I kind of like it. 
really dig that Vince Neil song? I really no, like not it. At all. It used to be my alarm when I'd wake up in the morning. So like <laughs> 4.30 in the morning, you'd hear, what <laughs> And that's how I would wake up every day when I lived in Nashville. Uh, the Real Rock Army brought to you by Seavers Equipment and Seavers JCB. Hello, Stephen Nelson of Alton, Illinois. Grew up on KC. His son is 16 years of age, and he's been listening all his life, too. Steven thinks all the new talent that has come on at Casey is a breath of fresh air. He thinks Casey really went above and beyond finding all the new talent they've acquired. That's us. He's talking about us. That's us. That's nice of you to say. And he was talking about AD and his 11-pack. Oh. Uh, Steven's uh, life wouldn't be complete without Casey on the radio every day. Loves the radio station. He listens to Casey as much as possible to get him through his day. Going to the car shows in the uh, summertime. Loves it. Steven's family is the love of his life outside of Keishi. Steven says that if it was his choice to have his wife or Keishi, he'd tell his wife to hit the bricks. I need Keishi. <laughs> he didn't say that. No, he did not. I, I took uh, my own liberties there, <laughs> and I spoke for Steven. His wife's now going to just be pissed off. She's going to come home like, Steven, were they talking about you? No, there was a different Steven Nelson of Alton, Illinois. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. Welcome to the Real Rock Army. Tesla now. Twisted Sister on KC95. Josh in his show. What's up? Twisted Sister. So uh, I was reading this story today about um, things people didn't know. Like obvious things that people didn't know. Would you like to hear some of these obvious things that people didn't know? Sure. All right. I'll give you an example. Uh, hundreds of years ago, the word goodbye was born out of a shortened form of God be with you. I did not know that. I don't know that that should be obvious. I didn't know it. If I didn't know it, it's not obvious. <laughs> Hundreds of years ago, howdy came out of how do ye. So like, how do ye? But that's howdy. Howdy. So howdy. Howdy. Uh, yay. Uh, yeah. I don't Let's know. see. Reindeer actually do exist. They aren't mythical, magical creatures. I didn't know that. Honest they don't to God. Look like the clay figures in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but but I did not know reindeer were a real thing. I you thought didn't. they were no. Yeah. Honest to God, I thought they were fake. They're real big. And they got yeah. They're yeah. I they don't look that. like white-tailed deer like the uh, cartoons like you believe. I did not. I didn't know that. Uh, let's see. People don't know how the judicial bail system works. Someone said they thought it was a fee that you paid to avoid jail. They didn't realize it was basically collateral and that you got the bail money back if you showed up for the trial. Well, that's you're dumb if you didn't know that. Sorry. That, that's common knowledge. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. Pipe cleaners aren't just for childhood crafts. They're also a tool for cleaning tobacco pipes. <laughs> well, yeah, I knew that. That's that why they're called sense. pipe cleaners. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're obvious things that people didn't know. Uh, let's see. That bats are not actually blind like the phrase blind as a bat would suggest. No bat species are blind. Really? Yeah. How about they that? They use like sonar or something. Uh, micro bats, quote unquote, see differently than humans, particularly, uh, particularly in low light conditions. But they're not blind. How about that? People are stupid. And some are. That was from BuzzFeed. How do ye? All right, now you know. Take that with you whenever you go. Tell your friends. <laughs> you can be smart tonight <laughs> at dinner. I'm reading some of the text messages that are coming in, and uh, you can text 314-514-5809.
people talking about some singers that really sounded terrible when they saw them. I was thinking about old, old Vince on his 63rd birthday. Worst singer I've ever heard. I don't think I'm alone. Uh, but listening to some of these, we got uh, Steven Tyler. Someone said Steven Tyler was terrible. I don't know how the hell uh, the hell they're going to bounce back from this thing and come back. Like, the dude's, like, trachea collapsed or something. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Brett Michaels. I didn't think Brett was all that bad. Brett's a fun time. Uh, Bob Dylan was horrible, even for his voice. Even for Bob <laughs> Dylan, he sucked. Uh, David Lee Roth sucks. I've heard that from a lot of people, though. I just don't like David Lee Roth, period. I like old David Lee Roth, obviously, but he's a weirdo and I don't like him. Uh, but a lot of people say he sounds terrible, and they say he sounded terrible on that last tour they had back in, like, 15 or 16, whenever it was. He was awful, too. So that's just some uh, thoughts from people on crappy singers. Happy lot, birthday, Vince. A lot of people out there just aren't very good. No. Look, I would... if. I think I would be a better front man for uh, Motley Crue. <laughs> if Nikki Six came to me and said, Josh, we need you to sing for the band, I'd say, well, you can't get much worse, so let's go. Right. Yeah, thank you. All right. I agree. Traffic-wise, what do we got? Uh, there is no traffic to report, but as always, it'd be brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, Work Western Hiking, Biker, and Fashion, Fenton, St. Peter's, and ChucksBoots.com. KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, Heating, Cooling, and Installation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. The current temperature is 65 degrees, which is fantastic. Low tonight's only 51. High tomorrow of 70. Mostly sunny. And uh, that's what we look like. Hashtag blessed. Oh, All right. two good days, and it gets a little chilly. Yeah. So we will have the dumbass of the day coming up. Uh, find out what happened after a dude in Florida took his uh, truck for a ride on the beach. <laughs> I could do that. Dumbass of the day coming up. All right, the dumbass of the day is a Florida story, but it's about a New York man. But we take you to New Smyrna Beach, Florida, where a New York man's joyriding trip among the Florida surf was cut short by police after he deliberately circumvented a closed gate to drive onto the beach. The event was caught on camera. A man by the name of Jason Brzezewicz, 49, was driving his Ram pickup truck onto the shore of New Smyrna Beach just before 9 a.m. Tuesday. He bypassed the closed beach access gate, which was closed to vehicles due to high tide and severe wind. But this man failed to pay the vehicular access fee required for beach entry. He drove onto the beach in his pickup truck and into the shallow waters. So the man drove his truck into the water. And he was there for over a minute trying to cut donuts in the ocean. <laughs> the lifeguards who were on duty uh, later told police that they approached the man in case this was a medical issue. When deputies arrived at the scene, the man told them, quote, he wanted to drive on the beach. Deputies informed the man that the beach was closed to cars because of bad weather. This man's quote was, it's not my fault the truck don't surf. <laughs> I like. I want to party with this guy. I think guy. this guy's a good time. Uh, the guy said he wanted to drive his truck on the beach. And uh, they said, I mean, he, he, they don't know if he was drunk or not. So that was the story 
Uh, but uh, yeah, I enjoy that. It's not my fault the truck don't surf. <laughs> it's Spicoli at least. Probably like six. <laughs> hey, man. Ain't my fault the truck don't surf, brother. Cruise on to London. Just jam one. with the stuff. <laughs> Wing on over to London. <laughs> but yeah, so that happened to that guy. I don't know. That sounds like a good tech. Sounds like something I want to do, but I just yeah, never done I, it. I would love nothing more than to drive a truck into the ocean and try to cut donuts. Yeah. And then when I get pops, say, look, man, ain't my fault the truck don't surf. <laughs> it sounded like a good idea, hey, bro. Man, in my head, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I come along for the ride. He's my age, 48. Now I guess he's a year younger. Well, look at you, though. A little I mean. kiddo. Yeah, you guys. I mean, you do dumb things, too. So. I try to. Yeah, you should. It, it keeps you life, young. Yeah, exactly. It makes it life interesting. Yeah, it does. And there's today's Dumbass of the Day. And now, Stone Temple Pilot. PG95 STP, Josh in a show. What's happening? Going to have another chance for you to win Stevie Nicks tickets. Going to have to tap that app. And just to give you a little hint, you'll be able to tap that app uh, probably like right out of the shoot after these uh, commercials we're going to play in a second. So just be listening. Use the app. Tap it. You might win Stevie Nicks tickets. What are things that people do at the grocery store that annoy you, Scott? That other shoppers do at the grocery store. Shop. Uh, I, that's a thing. Um, let's, so, first of all, speaking of grocery stores, there's a controversy with Schnooks because they've made the express self-checkout lanes 10 items or less, and a lot of people are upset about this. Because some of us who really know how to motor through that lane can do it 20 items in 10 seconds, you know. But because other people are just slow bastards, they've only made it 10 items or less, which I don't like because I don't feel like waiting in line to go have somebody else scan the items when I can do it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, here's some real people sharing what annoys them at the grocery store. This was on a uh, show called Living Well with Gary Bandy and Shelby Neely, which does not sound like a show I would watch. Uh, but uh, examples of things that people said annoyed them. So, uh, Charlie B, he said, block the aisle while texting. Oh, that, yeah. That's certainly an annoying thing. Uh, Jonna K says, block the aisle by standing in the middle of it talking. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Let's see. Terry says, stopping just inside the store entrance with their cart to read their grocery list, thereby blocking the entrance. Uh, people who do that, we don't like you either. Those who scream at their kids while they're shopping. But in fairness, what other choice do you have if your they kids be are being a yeah. Your kids are being a Irv, we were never in aisle seven. Honest. Uh, let's see. People who bring their dogs in. Well, if you can bring your dog into a damn store and it's allowed, then bring your dog into the damn store. I mean, stop judging. Dogs are great. Kids suck. Uh, taking their baby shopping when it's clearly nap time. But I get that. But what, are, uh, what option do people have if they need to go shopping and they have a baby and they can't afford a babysitter? Yeah, you're, just, you're, you're just a jerk. You're just judge. You know what? You're judgmental pricks, and I'm done with you. You are Go back to listening to whatever little show you were listening to. Oh, this one's good, though. Drive the wrong way in the parking lot. Those that, bastards. Those are bad. Now we're done with you pricks. Get out of here. Done. That said, there are things that annoy me in the grocery store, but the most important one is people who are not are not cognizant of the fact that if you're kind of in an aisle going one way and then I'm coming out of an aisle, there's a risk of T-bone. Yeah. And there are people who just don't even consider peeking around to see if maybe they're about to T-bone somebody. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you're in the main aisle at Walmart, you know, like the middle walking area, and I'm coming out of, you know, the ethnic foods aisle, and like, boom, we can run into each other. Well, that won't happen if you slow down and peek around. It's reckless cart handling. I think we need stop signs, four-way stops. <laughs> the worst, though, was during the COVIDs, and I don't know how it was here, but we had grocery stores in Houston that put arrows on the ground. So you had to walk one direction. Like one aisle oh, was yeah. just for walking this way. I mean, absurd garbage. And um, and people, like, it just annoyed me that that existed. I'd be the one that just walked around. I'd way be like, just you know because. what? Screw you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I breathe in your general direction. <laughs> God, I don't miss those days. Those were the worst days ever. Like, I, I enjoy the freedom that we once again somewhat possess to not have to, you know, walk into a grocery store and put on a nasty-ass mask. Those yeah. were the worst days. Like, you'd put on this mask, and you're like, I just know I'm probably effing myself with this mask more than I would be if I just walked around. But then you go put this little cloth mask on, and you're like, boy, this thing smells bad, you know? <laughs> Did I brush my teeth today? Yeah. The only good that came out of that for me is that I was on a radio station, and for whatever reason, and I forget the name of this mask company now, but they spent a buttload of money to have everybody on the station endorse their masks. So... I got rich. <laughs> Gambling on Brazilian soccer. I did. Yeah. And now here I am not rich anymore. Funny how that works. Kids, <laughs> don't gamble. Unless one of these uh, sports betting sites endorses you on the radio, in which case, throw away your life. <laughs> did they enable you? Oh, I was enabled. I don't blame other people for my my issues. I, I, made, I made my decisions. But life sure did get a lot easier when all these gambling sites came about. It's like <laughs> button. It's, just, it's like it's almost like not even real money. Can you gamble in Nashville? Yes, you can. Tennessee's uh -huh. illegal. It's a you can do this uh, like FanDuel, DraftKings, and all that. So I uh, lost a lot of cash. Nashville. So that's why you came. Yeah, that was my main plan. I said, is, is sports betting legal in Missouri? They said, no. I said, that's the place for me. I need to get on the wagon. They said, but Illinois, it is legal, and it's literally right across the river. I'm like, well, damn, I'm stuck again. Here I am. But I'm on KG. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that going for me. But I am not a believer that people, uh, like, I think everything should be legal, and we should leave people up to their own devices to make the right decisions. I just make the wrong ones. More often than not. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Look, I'm not perfect. Only only God ain't wrong, Adrian. Just remember that. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, here's traffic. Uh, lay block due to a crash, 70 westbound at 9th Street, and that's really the only incident to report. Looks like 270 is slow from 4061 to 44 as well. The whole thing's red, so... You know what else a good. dick move is when you take your shopping cart and you just prop it up on a curb outside instead oh, of walking yeah, like four walking spots back, yeah. down to put it in the cart corral. People are dicks. <laughs> people. I don't like people. You know who doesn't no. leave their carts in the uh, parking lot? Dogs. Because yeah, dogs are great. They don't. Now, they do poop in people's yards, and it is my job to pick it up, but that's just understood. That's just how it works. Do you carry around the little baggie? And oh, stuff? I have to. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a story about that coming up in uh, the, the headline shoes. Oh, yeah. About picking up dog food. Of course, you have to pick up your dogs. But if you don't, you're a monster. You're a horrible person. Okay, fair enough. And, like, you deserve to be put in front of the firing squad if you don't pick up your dog's poop. I don't know that there's a worse crime out there that one can commit. Come to think of it, I think there are. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
It's like someone you take has the poop serious, huh? <laughs> someone hasn't heard of Epstein Island, huh? <laughs> this is toxic waste here. Uh, traffic's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, uh, heating, cooling, and insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 51 for the low overnight with clear skies. Tomorrow, a high of 70. Mostly sunny. It's currently 65 degrees. Well, coming up here in just a few minutes, your chance to tap that app. More Stevie Nicks tickets. So you'll hear Fleetwood Mac. You'll hit the button on your phone, and maybe those tickets will be yours. It's coming up right out of the chute. Good job. G95, ramble on. It's Led Zeppelin. Speaking of the, the stuff we were talking about earlier with uh, etiquette at the grocery store. Yeah. In Houston, they had special hours for old people to go shop at like yeah, four they, in the morning. Yeah, they do that they out in Winsville too. Yeah. yeah. Early morning well, stuff. They're like, listen, they get preferential treatment because they have a better chance of dying than you do. So you think it's I'm like, oh, I'm so. <laughs> <sighs> they need their Metamucil. They had to get there early. So but, I wouldn't uh, get up early to go. If I'm older like that, like I'm not getting up early. You say that, but I think that just some button, like a switch flips when you hit a certain age, and you're like, I'm up at five. No. I, no, I, you, know, you can say that all you want, but yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah, my dad was 73, and he didn't get up at five o'clock in the morning. He was going to bed at five o'clock. Your dad seemed pretty badass. He was. He used to sit in the woods by himself in the dark. <laughs> he was a strange bird, man. Loved him to death. He was straight. Uh, my one of my grandpas, uh, Tom McCoy of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Oh, he who McCoy. ran, uh, you know, cockfights. I just learned about not too long ago that he used to run cockfights. Uh, but he would get up at like four, like three thirty, four in the morning, and go clean parking lots of gas stations. Really? He'd go to like the quick stop and he'd clean it. That's what he did. Then he would go like mow sweep? people's lawns. Because I oh, did yeah. that for a while. I had to do it overnight, like power wash. Yeah, he would do all sorts of stuff like wow. that to make money. And then he'd go mow old ladies' lawns. And he himself was like 80. And he would go mow old. He'd say, we got your grandpa's going to mow the old people's lawns. I'm like, Grandpa, you're 75. <laughs> you got one <laughs> foot in the grave. Like, grandma, and an old snapper. <laughs> he, and my grandpa lived into his 90s. Oh, really? Wild, man. And he lived in an old folks' home at the end. And apparently he used he would fight people. He would like in the fist fights with people in the old. He was a bad man of Jamma. Kick your wrinkled ass. I, that's what it was like, though. Like, he was really like a bad dude. Like, he would F you up, you know? You don't but mess with old McCoy. You don't. He's like the kind of guy you'd write a song about, like a story song about he'd kick your ass. And, but I never knew him that way. That's just not how I knew him because I was, you know, young kid. I didn't know my grandpa was this badass dude, but apparently he ran cockfights. So my mom one day, we're, we're at lunch. I went to visit my mom and we're eating and she goes, well, just kind of flippantly goes, well, yeah, that was kind of like, you know, back back when I used to sell uh, sodas and uh, hamburgers at the cockfights your grandpa would run. And I was like, what? <laughs> hey, rewind. Yeah. She had a little trailer that was open the door. Put that in reverse. Like, did you have like a little tray you'd put around your neck, you know, with a little box? Yeah. You'd be like, I got hot dogs here. <laughs> like, there's some. Go, beer, yeah. There's some rooster just like using his talons to like destroy some other rooster. And we're like, Mom, what were you doing? You ever had a rooster like, come at you? Oh, yeah. Oh. It's frightening. I'll tell you another thing involving uh, land-bound birds that was interesting in such a way. Yard birds, if you will. <laughs> the uh, yard birds. I was in uh, Nashville, and I was in, they have all these, you know, trails and stuff, you know, you know, all these state parks and all that. Like, you know, every state does. And I'm walking around, and I see a gigantic turkey. And I had never seen a turkey in the wild. 
and I was petrified. I'm oh, like, Luther? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't want to mess with that thing. He had, like, his things up. And I'm like, that thing's going to eat me. I'm out of here. <laughs> Reminds you of that little, the little guy in Jurassic Park yeah. where his neck comes out and he just splats just, black like, stuff at you. Yeah, I thought that's what the turkey was going to do. I was going to end up like, you know, Newman and just get all this, <laughs> Newman, <laughs> get this stuff in my face. I'm like, nope, that's not going to happen. We are turning around, Luther. I am not going to even bother with this turkey. Listen here, turkey. And it was near Thanksgiving, so I bet you they're, they're especially ornery around that time. <laughs> yeah, they're a little defiant. <laughs> Don't come too close, Mr. Pilgrim. Uh, so, yeah, birds, they'll freak you out, man. You don't want to mess with them. <laughs> I don't like birds. Birds are they're really just ornery. And yeah. They yeah. make weird noises and stuff. Like, I'm, I don't know. I like birds. Yeah. I, they don't freak me out, but, like, ones that are bound to the, like, the ground birds are. They freak me out. Like, if I encountered a peacock or something, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> you go, ooh, pretty. An ostrich. Ostrich. Now, see, I would mess with them. No, I would they not. They just look mean. They do. Have you ever I seen? I bet you they'd hurt if they got oh, if yeah. they got a hold of some skin. They'd cut it open. They'd rip it up. Uh, if any of you have ever had an encounter with an ostrich, please text us 314-514-5809. Have you seen ostrich meat? It's yeah. like a steak. Yeah, it looks really good. It's, I've ga- heard it's, it's gamier good. than a steak, from what I understand, but it looks fantastic. I watch a lot of you know videos on the Instagram, as you know, my algorithm shows me Taylor Swift's flat ass and meat and meat. Uh, and I saw some lady just whip up a giant ostrich leg. Have you had elk before? Yes, elk is oh, fantastic. My wife doesn't get into that, like elk and deer and stuff. And I'm like, it's like it's too gaming. I'm like, no, it ain't. Elk isn't gaming. Well, elk's like a steak, like yeah. a beautiful, awesome steak. I uh, I learn all I know about elk from listening to Joe Rogan, who speaks of elk all the time. Uh, but deer, I love deer too. If Ooh, I get the great. right kind, you have your little backstrap, oh, you know all that action. Oh yeah, and butterfly backstrap. I don't want to be the one that kills it, but I'll eat it. I'm not like mm. some, I ain't some a hole that's like don't eat meat, but. I don't want to be the one killing it. It ain't in my blood to do it. I just don't have that in me. You still got it, huh? You would think coming from a bloodline of a gentleman that ran cockfights in his yard, <laughs> yeah. you'd think I'd just be all about it. He's like, I love my dead, grand, dead, <laughs> dead gay grandson. I mean, I would just like bite the head <laughs> off a turkey or something, you would think, coming from that bloodline, but no. <laughs> None whatsoever. Oh, man. All right. Uh, we will have to do uh, headline shoes here at uh, 5.30, but right now we have traffic. What's up? Uh, we got uh, no incidents to report, but it looks like slow-moving traffic, 270 southbound between 4061 and 44, as well as on 40 West heading uh, over the uh, bridge there in Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's got a little slow. No incident report, just looks red. Uh, that's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, Work Western Hiking, Biker, and Fashion. Uh, Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Uh, Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 51 for the low tonight. Mostly clear skies with a high of 70 degrees tomorrow, and it's currently still 65 degrees. All right, headline choose. These are your two headlines. You pick the story you want us to use in the news based on the headline, the one you want to hear more from. Headline number one. Dog DNA detectives trace owners not scooping the poop in Italy. So basically that headline, Scott, means that people were leaving their dog's poop and some sleuths got out there, picked up the poop, did a dog DNA test to track these people down, I would guess. And look, that's, that's a lot of work for a pile of poop. But it, I like it. And then the next headline Keep it is... Honest. 
North Carolina man arrested for, quote, molesting a fire extinguisher. Oh, we got to go there. I would think so, too. I mean, look, shame on me for wanting to know all the details of the dog poop detectives over here, but (laughs) I assume I'm going to lose this one. North Carolina man arrested for molesting a fire extinguisher. So those are your two headlines. You make the call. You text us. Which story do you want to hear more from? 314-514-5809. Molesting a fire extinguisher or dog DNA detectives? We'll have that coming up. Headline choose here in about 10 minutes or so. to you by Frank Lita, Mitsubishi, 29 bucks down for all the vehicles, yeslita.com. The winner of Headline Choose today was North Carolina man arrested for, quote, molesting a fire extinguisher. Fantastic. But uh, make no mistake, I would certainly like to dive deep into this dog DNA detective's trace owners not scooping the poop in Italian province, because I think we need to do more of this. We need to stop these monsters who leave their dogs poop on the sidewalk because they're the worst. Anyway, Morgantown, North Carolina. A fire extinguisher found damaged at a historic courthouse led law enforcement to arrest a Morgantown man for his role uh, in the act. On February 2nd, officers with the Morgantown Department of Public Safety were dispatched to the historic Burke County Courthouse on East Union Street for a vandalism call. Upon arrival, they allegedly located 27-year-old Joshua Daniel Sanders of Morgantown. Upon interviewing Sanders and reviewing surveillance footage, officers say they determined that Sanders had broken into and damaged a fire extinguisher housing unit. Sanders then proceeded to willfully misuse and discharge the extinguisher into the grounds of Courthouse Square. Also, officers determined the device had to be taken out of service due to the damage. Sanders was arrested and charged with molesting a fire extinguisher system. Sanders did not receive a bond due to North Carolina's new Pretrial Integrity Act, which requires... Uh, judges, not uh, magistrates. This was stupid. Where, where was the molestation? How did he molest it? Basically, he touched it is what this story is. That's just the charge is molesting uh, a fire. You know, we were lied to. I choose not to read these stories because I want to be surprised with you. I've been, I feel cheated. I feel like I was molested by this story. That's how I feel right now. I was violated. Well, let's go to the dog poo then. Well, let's see what this story is about the dog poop. Once a dog DNA registration database is up and running, street cleaners and health officials in Bolzano, Italy, will be able to collect abandoned poop, have it genetically tested, and then trace the owners who will face fines of 50 to 500 euros, which would be 54 to 540 dollars here, U.S., Any owner who refuses the DNA profiling for their dog will face a fine of up to 292 and 1,048 euros. Wow. And listen, I am against the government doing these types of things. However, I am also against stepping in somebody else's dog's poop, and I feel like they should be punished. I feel like they deserve bad things. There's nothing worse than when you do your job of picking up your dog's poop, and then there's a mountain of poop. You know, I think the real lazy ones are the bastards with the big dogs. They're like, oh, it's too big to pick up. Well, kiss my ass. Pick up your dog's poop. That's Nothing makes me angry. Now, I know that there are exceptions at times. This is why when I look at this, it's, it's a little iffy. Because sometimes you forget a bag. 
You know, like you don't realize you're out of bags. But me, if I forget a bag, I will go home and get bags and pick it up. Or I've used other things to pick up poop before, too, in someone's like shirt. I've used my sock. I have taken <laughs> off my side. I, look, I did not put the sock back on, but I have used my sock. That's messed up. Well, I mean, I didn't keep the sock. I threw the sock away. <laughs> so you had to buy new socks. Yeah, you get your socks on eBay? Yeah, I do, actually. Try them on. I, what I did is I cleaned those socks, and I put them on eBay. There ain't nothing better than a new pair of socks. I love, dude, I, let me, you don't even want to get me started on good socks. I know. Especially when it's cold and you're at home and you put on, like, some Wolverine boot socks. Yeah. And you're like, I don't wear boots. I don't do real man work, but I have the socks. Oh, they're good. Because they're comfy. They're good. Anyway, You got so. any socks that have the rubber on the bottom? So oh, yeah, slip? so you don't slippy? Yeah. Like Christmas socks? Oh, those are good. They call them cabin socks at cabin Academy. Socks. Yeah, anyway. Sorry, the, both of those stories sucked, but hey, those were your options. <laughs> so it's I don't a know what to tell you. I was let down too. We were let down together. All right, get your requests in for the uh, Hit the Road song. We'll get that for you here in just a sec.